Welcome to the show after the show. My name is Amadeus. With me is Eden Kendall. We are your hometown morning show on 99.9 Gator Country in good old Jacksonville, Florida. Duval! We're all super stoked because at the time of this recording, we've got our big divisional playoff game coming up. Okay, so so what did you find? So ultimateclassicrock.com has put together the list of the most hated rock songs and albums of all time. So I wanted to run some of these songs by you because I can see why some of them are on that list, but some of them I think are just great. And then there's one album in particular I want to talk to you about because I know it's going to make your blood boil. Okay, but okay. it's on the worst list? It's on the album's worst list. Okay, okay. Okay, so let's just start out with a couple of songs. And let's just say this. We don't have licensing for this podcast to play any of these songs. So normally you might think that we'd be like, oh, let's take a listen. Yeah, let's so, take a clip. So maybe we'll sing a few yeah, bars. absolutely. But no more than 10 seconds because it could still fly us. <laughs> okay, the first one I want to talk about, because I agree 100%, from the Beach Boys, Kokomo. Ugh. Ugh. That's in a rock song category, or is that why they're doing it? Because they somehow managed to be considered a rock song. I think that may be it. I mean, uh, I mean, come on, it's the Beach Boys. That is pop as it gets. Yeah, not only that, but that was from the movie Cocktail. Mm-hmm. And the song was just, even at the time when it came out in the 80s, I think people were disappointed in the Beach Boys for doing that song. I agree. And I didn't, and I was working in a record store when that song came out. So we had to play that soundtrack a lot and I heard it a lot. And I got to tell you something now, however many years later, at least, at least three decades when I hear it come on, let me tell you something. I can't help but sing along. Really? There's a place I know. I love the Calypso drums. I so love you the like beat. the song? I hate the song. Oh. But I can't not sing along with it. Now somebody is going to come back at us and say we've given them an earworm. That is exactly day. what it is. Okay, next one. Also from the Wait, 80s. is this going to cleanse my palate? Yeah, it will. Also from the 80s. And this is from Phil Collins, who is also more in the pop genre, I think. Yeah. And it's a song that, again, I find myself singing along to. And you're going to hate this one. You ready? Yep. Su, 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 I forgot oh, about that song. What? Oh, what? oh. oh. Su Su Studio. What did that even mean? I don't know what Su Studio means. Su Su Studio. Uh oh oh. Yeah. So that's on the list. Do you, I gotta do you know agree? What that, with... Yes, I agree with you. But are I are you don't looking know. up right now what it means? Yes. Studio. All right. Su Studio was one of the big hits from Phil Collins after he left Genesis to do um, his solo stuff. So um, that's on the list of the ultimate classic rock's hated songs. Did you find a meaning? I didn't. It just keeps bringing up the song. <laughs> All right, let's get on to another one. Um, I Don't Want to Miss a Thing by Aerosmith. I like that song. I think it's a great song. I do, too. Here's... Overplayed for sure because it was on every every format. You yeah. know, they played it on rock, pop, and country. Um, not country, uh, soft rock. And soft rock, yeah. Here's the, here's the deal about that. Huge movie, Armageddon classic rock band power ballad written by Diane Warren, one of the greatest songwriters of all time. Which is probably what got under the skin of a lot of the rockers because Diane Warren is considered like soft rock. Yeah, I agree. But let me tell you something. As songs go, pop or rock, that's a great song. I agree with you. I mean, that is Let's just... Let's hear a little bit of it. I don't want to close my, my eyes. eyes. I don't want to fall asleep because I miss you, girl. And I don't want to miss a thing. I guarantee you, everyone listening was singing along with us. And they were like, dang you for not getting the rights to play the real one. (laughs) Okay, here's another one on the list. We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. (laughs) 
Some people pride themselves on knowing all the words to that song. I, I pride myself on not knowing any. <laughs> I tried to learn the words way back when because I, I actually loved it. Billy Joel originally wrote this as a rap song because rap was so huge at uh-huh. that time. Um, didn't work in the in the studio. Didn't work out as a rap song. So did you retain any of what you learned when you tried to learn it? Um, JFK was blown away. That's pretty much all I know. Children of Yeah, I didn't retain a whole lot. But when it comes on, I do find myself going, oh, yeah, I remember those words. That's on the list. You agree with that one? I do agree Okay, I'm going to sing this one because I want to see how you react. Ready? Yes. Shiny, happy people. Shiny, happy people. A lot of people thought this was R.E.M.'s jumping the shark moment. Yeah. Um, Kate Pearson from B-52s was on it as well. I have a really good friend that worked with me at Turtles back in the 80s that was in the video because by this time he had moved on to Athens and had run into those guys and he played drums and bass and he was doing some work with them. And so he was actually in the video. Oh, so, wow. So, Brian, if you're listening, I see you. I like that song. I, can I do, too. I don't hate it. I can kind of see why it makes the list because it's not very rock. It's very pop and fun, yeah. but it's on the list. Okay, you ready for this one? Yes. We built this city. Ugh. We, we built, built this city on rock and roll. We built this city. Probably one of the most hated rock songs of all time. Yeah, that was Jefferson Starship, I believe, was the incarnation of that at that time because was, there were so many different versions. It was actually just Starship. Oh, just Starship. That's and, even worse. And here's the problem. It started out as Jefferson Airplane. Yeah. Moved into Jefferson Starship, Starship. And, then it was Starship. and then it was Starship. And by this time, it had become such a pop sellout band that yeah. people just couldn't stand it. Yeah. So I, I another one that I hate, but I love to sing along with it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. You know what it is? It's that mention of, of Marconi. There's that line about Marca- Marconi plays the he, mamba. Yeah. You know, and listen he, to the radio. radio. Yeah. Don't you remember? I we think, built this. I oh, think, thanks a lot for that one. I think Grace Slick sounded really good on this song. On this song. And then who was the? Um, is it Mick? Um, Mick, uh, Mick Thomas. Mick Mick, Tom- Mickey Thomas. Mickey Thomas. Um, was singing lead at that time. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Their voices together were magic. I know it was sugary and pop and everything, but I'm I'm torn on that one. Okay. I don't know if I can get the language right, but you ready for the next one? Yeah. Mr. Roboto. That's sticks. Yes. And that was terrible. And I remember a documentary where they all hated that because it was supposed to be uh there was a documentary on sticks and Dennis DeYoung, who was the lead singer of Sticks, had this vision of doing like a rock opera. So that whole album was, he envisioned it going to the stage. Mm-hmm. And so it was just a weirdness. And they presented, I think, that tour as that rock opera yeah. for the most part. Like yeah. it was played out like that rock opera. I mean, that was a character with the whole mask yeah. on and everything, Mr. Roboto. Um, I love Sticks. I love Dennis DeYoung. Mm-hmm. I love that album. I love the Grand Illusion album so much that it made me love everything else. I like this song. I love the Grand Illusion album. I can sing it from top to bottom, me every too. song. It's you know, amazing. Fooling yourself, too much time on my hands. Yeah, and and come sail away is on that one. I think for those reasons, I think not. I think for the that reason we love sticks, and for that reason I don't have a problem with Mr. Roboto. Okay. I mean, what are you? Where are you on Mr. I mean, I Roboto? I don't have a problem with it. I don't like the song. Okay, so it's 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 one of your most hated songs. Uh, uh, okay, the, I don't put enough energy in it to hate it as much as I would like. We built this city. Okay. 
Okay. In other words, you'll be like, all right, that's okay, whatever. Nah. The last song on this list, I take so much exception with. Oh, God, is it Duran Duran? No. Oh. No. Gosh, <laughs> if Duran Duran was on this list, I'd be on I'm fire. Gonna, I want to guess what it is. Okay, you're not going to guess what it is. I'll, oh. I'll give you a couple of clues, and you can ask me some questions. It's by one of the greatest songwriters, if not the greatest songwriters of all time. Is it? Is the person also the one singing it? Yes. Oh, okay. So it's somebody who has a career as a singer-songwriter. Oh, yes. Is it a group? Do they find a group? a member of a group. But was this a solo effort by This them? was a solo effort and his new band. Oh, okay. Um, oh, my gosh. Why don't you hum it? Um. <laughs> Very poppy kind of sounding. Maybe sing it to you? Yeah. Some people think the world has had enough for silly love songs. Oh, Paul McCartney and Wings. Paul McCartney and Wings, Silly Love Songs, which he wrote for Linda. And I got to tell you, if I made a list of 10 best songs ever written, this would be on it. This is an amazing, amazing song. I think people were a little shocked by it because it was so poppy coming off the Beatles. And yeah, yeah, maybe that's what it is. I had the is. little 45 of that one. You did? I did. Um, I just think silly love songs. Is... I liked it at the beginning because it went very radio pop friendly. Yeah, I was really little and I yeah, liked it. If you're not familiar with silly love songs, uh, it's it's worth it's worth listening to. Really, not just like putting it on while you're washing your dishes. Sit down, put on your <laughs> headphones, listen okay. to because the because the instrumentation yeah. from the wings were they were so amazing. The songwriting, the backing vocals with Linda. Paul at his finest as a songwriter and as a singer. It's it's just a great song. I'm furious that it's on this list. Mm. Haters mm. gonna hate. You know what that list was created by? Gatekeepers. You know the term gatekeepers that floats around? Mm-mm. Have you never heard that word? Okay, so I was just using this the other day for people who are making a big deal about people who are suddenly these Jags fans. Instead of saying like, come on over, like let's all enjoy this together. They're like... If you weren't there and blah, 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 you're not a real Jags fan or welcome on to the bandwagon. I call those gatekeepers because a gatekeeper is somebody who would be like, if you were a Star Wars fan and instead of allowing me to consider myself a Star Wars fan, you would say, you can't call yourself this unless you're this. So I feel like these are gatekeepers who are saying you can't call yourself a rock song because you're this. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I think that that's just a snobbery thing to put that song on that list. I'm going to share a story that I think we may have shared before real quickly. When we first left Top 40 and came to country, I think it was um, there was a comedian that had this bit about people coming to country. Was it Jeff Foxworthy? It was Jeff Foxworthy. And he said, you know, country music is like a good church. We don't worry, we don't care where you came from. We're just happy you're here. Yeah. That's where I am as a Star Wars fan. It took you 40 years to yeah. to, to start enjoying that, that franchise. I'm happy you're here. I love sharing memories with you. And I don't love... you feel the same about the Jags? Absolutely. And don't you feel the same about silly love songs? I feel 100% the same. <laughs> like, would you rather Paul McCartney not done that? And that's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. You know what? Stop hating and enjoy some silly love songs. So, okay, let's, uh, okay, so let's go with the album. There's this album, list of albums. Most of them are a little obscure, um, and I don't think they're worth discussing too deeply. But there's one on this list. It's at number 10. It's the last one on the list that, that I absolutely love. Love, and I think you're going to love it, too. Is it Xanadu? 
No, God, I wish it was Xanadu. No, it's not Xanadu. Okay, what because is it? another great album, but it's very close. You're you're like you're like right in is the. Is it Sergeant Pepper's? It is Sergeant Pepper's Lonely the, Hearts Club Band, the, the 1978 version. Oh my God, with Peter Frampton and the Bee Gees. Oh, you got to be kidding me, right? And now. Aerosmith was on that too, I and believe. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Alice, Alice Cooper, Cooper. So many great Are artists. Are you kidding me? Right so now? here's that was such an homage to the. Like you could say the movie was terrible, even though I loved it at the time um you could say that but to say that album yeah was Here, bad here's the problem with saying that album was bad it was written by lennon and mccartney yeah i mean yeah it's, it's Beatles, Beatles songs. songs it was performed by some of the greatest artists of the, Ever, 70s, yeah, the 70s and, and, like the hottest ones in that moment yeah who were not just pop artists but at the top of their game in their genres yeah it is a beautifully made tribute album to the Beatles. Yeah. For any rock fan to put that on a list of something they hate. They're gatekeeping. They suck. Get off the-, the gatekeeping, you know, duty and enjoy that album. Are you kidding me? That one song about I want you, I want you so bad. Yeah. Ah, forget about it. I still remember that scene. It's when they pick them up from the airport in that They're all in the convertible and they're yep. all looking at each other. And I, want like, you. I want you. I want you so bad. Oh, my gosh. I am not happy with that being on the list Mm -mm. at all. Well, I think anytime you have to make a list of worse things, it just Mm -hmm. shows where your mindset is anyway. You're just, you know, you're just hating. So Um, this was a fun little uh, podcast. I I threw this on you kind of blindly. You didn't know what we were going into. He said, if you come across this list, don't read it under any circumstances. And I was like, oh, okay. So I hope you enjoyed going through it, and I hope that some of these earworms um, get you through your day. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go listen to the Xanadu album right now. Xanadu. Oh, you know what? Real quick, let me tell, tell you something great, because <laughs> Xanadu reminded me, and this is the podcast, and nobody's like telling us to wrap it up. Let me do this. So I have another podcast that um, is for women called Uncluttered and Unfiltered with my friend Christine, and she's a professional organizer, but she does this one thing at Christmas time with her family every year when her family's over. They do, they sing karaoke to honor every artist that passed away that year. (laughs) (laughs) So this year was Olivia Newton-John. Wow. Yeah, so they, they keep a going list, and it can be like deep, deep cuts or maybe somebody that was in a band passed away, like if they lost a band member, but the whole family just keeps track all year long. Wow. And anytime someone bad, they save it up and they do the karaoke. At- <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's a great idea. It's anyway, a great way to remember those people. I agree. I agree. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us for this nonsensical and yet so enjoyable version of the show after the show. 